This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hey, does anyone want to learn French with me? Because I've decided in 2024 that I want to learn French. And thankfully, I have Rosetta Stone. So you better hop on it so we can learn French together. Rosetta Stone has the amazing true accent feature, which is so helpful, especially in French. You get feedback on how well you're actually pronouncing words. Plus, they have 25 languages to choose from. So if you're not going to learn French with me, I'm sure you can find some other people who will learn a language with you. But I'm on the French team this year. Come on, folks, join me. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, and that's why we drink listeners, can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash drink. That's rosettastone.com slash drink. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a surprise episode, a Halloween episode of And That's Why We Drink, which I don't think we have ever done before. No, uh, we are. I, I, I Let me you jump talk. in because I'm very excited. This is our first uh, bonus episode with a guest. Ah! And uh, this is a, a, a pretty big one for us. This is comedian, actor, uh, podcast host of the show Ghosted. And now a uh, cast member, I don't know if that's the right word, but cast member for uh, Living for the Dead, which comes out on Hulu, October 18th. And this is Roz Hernandez. Oh, my God. I'm making history. Thank you for <laughs> you being are... our first. Can you tell? Can you tell we're, we're really new at this? I like accidentally completely effed up the start of the recording. So we're we're newbies at having guests on, but we were waiting for the right person to come along. And here you are. You guys, I'm so honored. Thanks for having me. And you're going to be on my podcast. That's right. We just did like a little crossover moment. It was a delight. We had so much fun. And uh, now we dragged you here to tell us about your creepy experiences. That's the truth. And also, um, I wanted to give you an opportunity to um, tell everyone about your show coming out. Yes, so, I want to hear about that. Because it oh, yeah. ties in very perfectly with Halloween season. Oh, yeah. This show, Living for the Dead, which is coming out on Hulu. Mm. It's very, um, it, it goes hand in hand with my podcast. Because my podcast, I talk about ghosts and aliens and cryptids and everything paranormal. And um, I'm queer, I'm trans, and a lot of my guests are queer and uh, allies. And I, I, I love just like the connection between queerness and the paranormal. And this show is an all queer cast. Ah! There's five of us, there's three psychics, there's me, and then there's a person that's doing all the tech and all of the equipment and all that kind of technical stuff with ghost hunting. So if they're and the psychics, what's your like entertainment? Me. Or... The yeah. entertainer. <laughs> Hello. Obviously. Uh, well, I do a lot of the research. I mean, Ooh, I'm okay. nosy, especially when someone uh, you know, when it's historical, when it's mm. stuff from the past. 
I like to I like to dig around and see what I can find out. So I it's fun that. working with psychics because they'll they'll get an impression about something and then I can go you know, figure out if that's if that <gasps> name that they just picked up is a real thing. Or that's the whatever. coolest like puzzle ever to get to play with. I love that. Yeah. yeah. It's really interesting having three psychics like because they all have different abilities and one one is more tarot heavy and mm. um, one's like a, a really good psychic medium. And um, then there's another one that's got more witchy vibes to what she does. And I don't know. I think it's cool. It's like a, definitely a, a different approach, I think, to these kinds of shows. And with it being so such a queer show, I think it's definitely through a queer lens. The aesthetic is really beautiful. Mm. And it's created by the people that created Queer Eye. So we're also going into these locations where people are dealing with these ghosts and we're helping them the best we can. And um, and Kristen Stewart's the narrator. And it's super fun. Hulu. Oh, my Very gosh. Cool. I cannot wait. Um, it's right down our alley on, like, every possible level. Um, I'm curious about the psychics. Did they ever look at you and do they, like, close that off when they're just talking to you? Or are there sometimes where they're like, listen, I have to tell you. Um, something someone's coming through your, your grandfather's coming through do they ever do that with you or is it just like no we're here for professional reasons only I wish <laughs> I my dead people said goodbye and they are <laughs> they're good. gone they don't want anything to do with me I, I feel swear that to God, I have tried I am obsessed with psychics I'm addicted to psychics I've gone to probably a hundred or more psychics in my lifetime and I don't feel like my dead people ever want to talk to me. And it's very sad. But Aww. these psychics, they're pretty good at turning things off. Um, I don't know. I compare psychic abilities to sense of humor a lot. And mm. I think it's, like, similar where, like, mm. yeah, I'm a comedian. But, like, when I hang out with people, I'm not, like, cracking jokes left and yeah. right. But sometimes one, a good one will slip out. And, <laughs> you know, I think it's, like, the same kind of thing. I love that. I never thought about that because we talk about that, too, where, like, we'll be out and we're not, like, on or, like, in character, you know, not trying to be the funny person all the time. So I can, I can see that. That makes sense. They would, like, turn that valve off. Um, yeah. Wow. I, and have I, you ever talked to a psychic? Sorry, I'm like totally derailing the conversation, but um, I have talked to psychics. Yeah, the, we both we both uh, have been to the same psychic actually. Uh, That's true. <laughs> and uh, I feel like actually speaking of queer stuff, when I when I first um, when I first went to her, my I I do this thing where I treat myself to things in advance so i'll like go shopping and like click the calendar date of when it should get delivered and it's very far in the future so i treat myself to things and surprise myself and i surprise oh. myself with um i surprise myself with a psychic reading and it happened to be like two weeks after my grandma ended up passing oh my whoa and it worked out very well and <laughs> one thing that i never got to tell her or I, I avoided telling her was that I was queer because I kind of got the vibes that she wasn't about that. Um, and she wasn't about it. Just like she, wasn't her thing. She made it kind of clear uh, in passing, yes. but <laughs> yeah, um, I get it. So I was like, all right, you're just not going to know that part of me. Well, then I have this 
psychic coming in and the first thing she says is like your your grandma is here and she wants to apologize for making you feel like you couldn't come to her about things and she sees what what's what your life is about and she couldn't be happier for you and i'm like oh my god i'm like that's like the that's like some sort of inner gay healing. So I um, love that's that. Sweet. See, I always wonder how that works. Like, I've had a lot of psychics tell me about how your dead loved ones like can always watch. Like, they're just like oh, always tuning in, like, pop in. Like it's Santa Claus. He sees you when you're sleeping. They know when you're awake or <laughs> Cute. something. But I, and that's my theory of why my people don't want to talk to me. I think they've seen some shit. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, we're not talking. Well, also, you know that like they all. I feel like we've been reassured a bunch of times by mediums of like, oh, well, they can't. They don't like watch you like when you're in the shower or when you're like doing you know you know some certain things. But like you know, there's one ghost that does. You know, there has one. to be a pervy ghost out there. there like it's can't... not like it's like there's a locked door they can't walk through or something. Right. In those right. Moments. Or they're like, okay, now I'm gonna turn the channel and look at another relative now, like as they get naked, and I'll come back later. <laughs> like I don't know if that's really what happens. I don't know, but it I it, the not knowing terrifies me. So, um. Anyway, oh, I was gonna ask too about um the psychics on your show. Do you ever feel then that like the pressure's on you because mm. everything like what if their readings I don't know about clash but what if they're you're just getting if there's three psychics you're getting three completely different stories and it's your job to piece them all together I mean that I would feel like I'd be the most stressed out one on the set you know how right. do you deal with that Interesting well I mean I think a mistake that a lot of people make with psychics is that they think that psychics have all the answers or like people go to psychics all the time and they assume that the psychic is going to solve all their problems or whatever. And and I really like the psychics that I was working with. And, and my belief on this sort of a thing is like, just let me know what's coming through. It's sort of like when you're brainstorming, like what are some ideas that are popping mm. up? I don't know. It's like tune into your psychicness let me know what you got. Oh, you got like a man with brown hair. Okay, cool. Oh, somebody that's in 1940s clothes. Okay, cool. Like, let's just like jot these down. Who knows? Maybe you're picking up on a relative that is um, of a crew member. I don't know. It could be mm. something. It could be a lot of things. Um, and so you also we'll have to weed. Out... You have to weed through some of the stuff too to see if it even like what's applicable with the story. Totally. And then it's like, okay, Oof. we have confirmed that there was a guy with brown hair that in the 1940s died in this room. Let's like tune into that and see what else we can find out about that. Mm. But most of the places that we went to, I mean, I say most of them, we kind of, there was like a problem that was going on, like a specific mm. okay. energy um, was making it hard for the people that were living there or or working there or whatever it was. And so we were sort of tuning in and figuring out, okay, what do you guys need? Like, right, how can right, we right, make right, it right. so you all can coexist here? Which was what? like really empowering for me because I had, I mean, I'm sorry. I come from the world of drag queens. I give a lot of side eye and sass. And <laughs> when these ghosts are being assholes, I mean, I wouldn't say that I was like, yelling at them but i had a couple of moments where i was like all right listen up let's set the record straight <laughs> i was sent here by the nice people that own this building 
And you, <laughs> if you want to be here, you can. But come on, is there Get like it a together? Is there um? I guess this leads into another question of have you done any ghost hunting before this? But mm. also, do you have any um was there like a like a ghost hunting like training that you all had to like sit down and like how are we going to handle this? How are we going to uh, you know, cuz there are some shows out there which I'm sure a lot of people can read the room where they're just aggressive and hostile to the spirits. Like how did you all talk before like how you're going to address like, it? Like what's the vibe? What's the tone before we do this intervention with the ghost? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we've all done this kind of work like mm. to varying degrees. I mean, I I think with my podcast and researching and talking to witnesses is like kind of what my podcast is that I've done every week for the past few years. And um I've also done ghost hunting stuff. And we all sort of have different approaches in a way, but yeah, I mean, we had a lot of meetings together throughout each investigation and be like, okay, what should we do? Like, what what are you, what are we all thinking? Let's kind mm -hmm. of, let's, you know, let's figure out what the best plan might be here. Um, but yeah, no, like ghost hunting school or anything like that. But <laughs> um, <laughs> we should start one of those. I don't know if that exists, but we should TM, TM, TM. Yeah. Well, I just think <laughs> there's like so many different there's so many different ways that you can do this stuff. And I don't know. I think ultimately it's like be respectful and right. um, have an open mind and be curious. And um, that's sort of sort of what we did. I mean, the few times that I got like sassy with a ghost, it was just <laughs> like. It actually kind of just came out. I couldn't help. It's not something I would normally do. <laughs> you were but... possessed in some way. <laughs> yes. Is your child asking questions on their homework you don't feel equipped to answer? Maybe your child is too shy to ask questions in front of the entire class, but they can get extra help and positive feedback with IXL Learning. IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed to help them really understand and master topics in a fun way with positive feedback. This program will improve your kids' grades. Backed by research, kids using IXL are scoring higher on tests. From studies done in almost every state in the country, the kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. And one subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home pre-K to 12th grade. If your child is struggling, this is the smartest investment you can make, and a month of IXL costs less than an hour of tutoring. Additionally, IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And, and that's why we drink listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com drink. Visit IXL.com drink to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. By now, you've probably heard about Burrow, a new kind of furniture company known for timeless designs, durable materials, and details that make life in your space easier. Last year, they brought their expertise outside with the launch of their outdoor line, which I love, and now they're adding more must-have pieces to the collection. For example, Dunes offers seating, dining, and lounger options, while Scout is a new folding chair upholstered in a chic woven fabric. And I think I'm going to get two of those for the balcony. Blaze and I love to sit out there in the evenings after Leona goes to bed. And I love the idea of having a good-looking but also extremely useful and comfy place to sit outside. Made of durable materials made for all seasons, weather-resistant teak, stainless alloy, and quick-dry stain-resistant 
resistant cushions with easy assembly and disassembly. This is the perfect thing for your outdoor space. They also just launched a new standing desk, Copilot, with adjustable height, a durable scratch-resistant body with built-in storage to make working at home easier than ever. I'm in the market for a new desk, um, so this is definitely going to be my next bookmark. And of course, there's Burroughs Legacy seating collections like the Nomad and Range, now available in new colors. And Em and I, that's like the only piece of furniture I think we actually share is our burrow sofa in the podcast department. Love that thing. And that's why we drink listeners can get 15% off their first order at burrow.com slash drink. That's burrow, B-U-R-R-O-W dot com slash drink for 15% off. Burrow.com slash drink. There w- well, the one that I'm thinking of was insulting um, my hair. <gasps> oh! And that was the Too last far. straw for me. Too far. <laughs> yeah. Um, Oh my so, God. Sorry. Yeah. But you, we work really well together, the the five of us. And and I think that this show, like if you've seen ghost hunting shows, like I'm such a fan of ghost hunting shows and I've yeah. watched them for the past 20 years or whatever. And I do, I love what I've seen so far, but there's, this one is different because I think we're really focused on helping solve a specific scenario. Mm-hmm. And so like even... Even a lot of the process that we go through to get to a conclusion, like you don't necessarily see all of it. I mean, sometimes I don't know if it's like the most interesting thing in the world to watch people like playing with equipment. Like you don't see necessarily that part. Um, you do, but it's not just that. Like there's mm-hmm. there's a lot going on. You might even cry a few times while watching it. And um, it's also like really fun and silly and yeah, it's a good time. I love that. Were you ever like t- terrified? Were you ever like really scared, or was it more low key than that? The whole time, I was oh, you terrified. Were. <laughs> I mean, I love to try to act like it's you know these are living people that have died and now they're just existing and they're. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't care who you are. <laughs> If you have the ability to be invisible around me, that's oh terrifying. Yeah. And also, I don't know these ghosts. I'm sorry. True. I didn't know them when they were alive. I don't know them now. I don't know how they feel about all of this. I don't know how they feel about queer people. <laughs> I don't know how they feel about camera crews. I don't know. So, I mean, I definitely approached it like I was going into a stranger's house, which Mm -hmm. I think having had a little bit of experience going into strangers' houses in my day, um, (laughs) you never know what you're going to get. That's true. (laughs) Did you ever get um, like like an example of mine is whenever we've gone ghost hunting, even though I'm excited that we're going ghost hunting and that, you know, it's, you know, helping us either and it was get, your idea usually and it was my idea when we when we book a place and it's like actually happening part of me is like shit shit I, like why did I, I do this why did yeah. i do this how did i get myself into this do you ever yeah. feel like that where you're like i got cast on this great show and it's gonna do really well but fuck now i have to go in all these stupid haunted houses <laughs> yeah absolutely like, okay good Thank you for it's normalizing just like, that. It's, validating it's just for like M. how I'm like, oh, I want I'm I gotta plan the cutest outfits. Like I'm gonna be on camera. And then right. I get there and we're in like an abandoned funeral building. <laughs> with, and I'm like, I this is not an outfit for this. But I you guess look there's good, a reason. I bet. 
Oh, totally. Like, I totally get why people don't wear high heels and skin-tight dresses and stuff like that when they go ghost hunting. It makes sense. Well, but um, sometimes you got to learn the hard way. Well, um, M still mocks me for getting a spray tan before one of our ghost hunts. And <laughs> to be in the dark. To be in the was dark. like we were filming in infrared camera. <laughs> I was like, oh okay, that's my fair. god! That's fair. That's hilarious. Did well, you? Uh, oh, I, I was just going to answer your question real quick. Like, I um, I definitely feel that experience of like excitement, and then I get there, and I'm like, what the hell? When it comes to sleeping, like these mm-hmm. places, like. I think like three or four of them we slept in for three nights or so. And that's when it's like, okay, we're having a blast all day long. We're here. And then it starts getting dark. And And then everyone's getting sleepy. And I'm sorry, but we got three people in this group with magic powers. (laughs) <laughs> we got one person that's that's the kind of ghost hunter that's like, bring it on. I want the scariest stuff ever. <laughs> I hate to say this, but I'm the only normal one in this damn group. <laughs> and so when it would be nighttime, I never slept the entire time that we were doing this because it was so scary. Any little noise I heard, I assumed was <sighs> a ghost. And... um you know, you just heard so many stories all day long and you had all these experiences. Like we had sometimes when at nighttime we would do all these experiments, the scariest shit would happen. And then it's like, all right, everyone, good night. We'll see you all in the morning. And I'm like, how do I just go to bed after what? that in <laughs> no. a haunted room? Is there a way that like is are you told by production like you actually have to go try and sleep or can you just be like, I'm now officially the only one ghost hunting all night long because I can't go to bed? Well, there's no way in hell I was going to leave my room. I just okay, like sat in my bed <laughs> with my blankets and my eyes wide open. Aww. Yes, th- that that was what it was. I didn't, everyone else was just sleeping. There was a night or two when um, some people would stay up a little bit. But I mean, they're also, it's also a really exhausting process sure. of ghost hunting like that and traveling and, and all of that. So people like normal human beings would just go to bed and right. I didn't. So did, I don't did anything... necessarily. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, while I, people were say sleeping... I don't know that you can see uh, the, in the episodes that I didn't sleep, but anytime <laughs> we're at a place where we had to sleep, you'll, right. if you look closely, the bags under my eyes get a little bit bigger <laughs> I'm a little less energetic as the episode goes do you, on. Do you do like a usual like skin routine at night in the bathroom or do you just like get under Hell the covers? No. And, yeah. I wasn't okay. doing any of that shit because <laughs> I know a scary movie scene very well. Like it's the t- typical trope. You put your face down in the sink, yep. you look back up in the mirror and that's when they get Not you. Happening. Not so happening. I wasn't letting that happen the entire time. Um, Mm -hmm. I taking a shower, shaving my legs Mm -mm. in the damn clown motel. It was (laughs) very scary. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. Did did anything happen to anybody during the night, like when you weren't filming or was everyone filming that whole time? Or was there like a or was there like a a 24 seven like security cam tracking stuff? You know, we did have cameras. You did. Um, Okay, But. I um and we had handheld cameras. Mm. Um 
Yes, the actually the Clown Motel, which was the first place that we went to. I the first night was definitely my night, like the first time that I was like, "Wait, I have to actually sleep here." Like, yeah. is this a TV show? Like, aren't they gonna like put me in the Ritz Carlton yeah. of the middle of nowhere, Nevada? Um, no, I had to actually sleep there, and like nobody else was there but uh, the five of us. And I kind of begged one of the um, one of my castmates, Ken, to let me sleep in his bedroom because there was two beds. <laughs> and platonically, We've I been slept there. in his <laughs> I slept in his bedroom. Oh, yeah. And we stayed up really late. And he gave me a tarot reading, and it was nice. Aww. But then he had to go to bed, and I was in his room. Because we only stayed in the most haunted rooms. It's not like they were like, oh, we're going to put you in some the rooms where nothing bad happened. Like, no, no, we had to stay in the haunted rooms. So this was a room where people or where people report ghosts like interrupting their sleep, grabbing their feet when they mm. sleep, Ugh. whatever. And I literally my body gave out. I was starting <gasps> to fall asleep, sitting up, and I felt two taps on my neck, like tap, tap. Oh, and shut I don't, up. It felt, I thought it was Ken, so I, I got up real quick, and then it wasn't. And that really <gasps> freaked me out. And then I really couldn't sleep after that. Yeah. And he's just sleeping peacefully <laughs> in his bed. I have the lights on because I'm not paying the electric, and I don't, <laughs> I'm not taking any chances. And all of a sudden, his feet starts wiggling. Like, his one foot starts wiggling off the bed. Like, it's like being pulled and it kept happening. Stop. And he was like in his sleep, like shaking it off. And I was <gasps> oh like, my God. sorry, Ken, I'm pulling out my handheld camera. And I started filming his foot. Um, so, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, well, my now, Lord. Every time I shake in my sleep, I'm going to jolt awake. Of like, what was grabbing me? A um, clown. Yeah. Oh, totally. God. I was like, my feet were tucked in. There was no way. There was a f- no I'd be going to sleep ghost. crisscross applesauce. I would be so. Absolutely. I'd be in a ball all night. Oh, my gosh. Well, did you have like a favorite personal experience when, when ghost hunting in any of the locations? Honestly, my favorite experience was probably um, when we went to the strip club, the Palomino, which is in Mm. Las Vegas. And that one, the whole experience was just really empowering. And they were dealing with aggressive spirits that were making it tough for the girls that work there. And that's actually the location where I was like, I stood up to the ghost. And Mm. being a scaredy cat, that was like a big moment for me. Yeah, And even like... It just it just came out of me. I just started talking to this ghost and I'm like, you get to haunt a Las Vegas strip club. Like, are you kidding me? There's so many places that you could be haunting. This is where you get to be. So, like, come on. To be some cool. people, it would be the dream. Yeah. Yeah. It would... <laughs> Absolutely. And you're going to be a negative naily about it. I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> And that was the one moment. Now, I don't know if, how people would feel about this. Uh, this might be like slightly ghost bro-y of me. But I was like, listen, we could. I don't know. Maybe we could light a few things. 
We could, you know, we could get your ass out of here. We could kick you we on could. out. That's like, right. Because no one wants you here if you're going to be mean. I w- everyone would like you to be here, but it's like they're being a shitty customer. And yeah. if you're, you know, I'm sorry that you're, that, you know, for whatever reason you're tied to this area, but like... You got to be cool. Like, you don't pay the bills here. You get to see free naked ladies all night. Like, <laughs> Count you got to be cool. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, the ghost assured me that it was going to be cool. So. Okay. Hey, all I right. It, sounds, I hope it is. I hope it, sounds it worked. Like you, okay, you're good. a professional. After that, officially, you're a, that's an expert level move. I appreciate the <laughs> not so veiled threat of like. I can kick your ass. We can get out of I, here. I'm holding some sage, and you know what that means. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing that I kind of try to remind myself is, like, I'm alive, and they're not. And it's <laughs> not, I mean, you could almost look at that like it's a, it's a privilege or something. Um, but it's not like I'm, I'm not saying I'm better than you because you're dead or anything <laughs> like that. But, like, if there's people that genuinely do own these places and they pay the bills here the the buildings in their name like it's not technically yours right now like it's Mm -hmm. not but so you just have to like be not you have to learn how to coexist like you can be roommates um (laughs) yeah in this strip club (laughs) yes like you you can be there i never i'm not in the business of like crossing people over or any of that that's not i don't feel like that's my place to do but it's like if you're a major nuisance and you're affecting the business of the people Mm -hmm. that are currently operating that place like you got to figure it out you either have to be cool or you got to go Mm-hmm. Do you do you have a theory as to because I always wonder this why certain spirits get stuck or do they choose to stay there? Do you have any idea like especially with this strip club ghost was he like I'm going to stay in this my favorite spot on the strip uh or or was it do you think he's like accidentally stuck there? Do you have any theory on that? I mean, I definitely think there's a lot of reasons why it happens. I mean, definitely it seems like the unfinished business thing is a thing. Um, I, my favorite thing about the unknown is that it's unknown and nobody knows anything for sure. (laughs) And so it's all just theory. And I like, I like to entertain different theories Especially as you collect more data and you do this stuff constantly, you're like, okay, it seems like that's a theory that works. Um, So I do think that the unfinished business thing is a thing. I Mm -hmm. think that the I love this place and I don't want to leave is a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I think there's several things. I, I also always like to entertain, like, maybe it's just an energy that's right like leftover energy or something totally like i i don't know yeah i don't know any of this i i don't know what these things are capable of i don't i don't know i don't know but Mm. i'm down to try to figure out yeah is there a um a type of flavor of ghost that you are really hoping you never have to work with on this show like is there a, a doll is there a um 
a, a, a certain gremlin, a a shadow Wendigo. figure, a, like a, like a house <laughs> where like really like it's too much for you. Like, is there one thing you're just hoping? Please don't let production ever get us there. Well, okay, I grew up Catholic and. I can't help it. I mean, I'm very much not Catholic now, but um, I'm terrified of the idea of a demon. Mm-mm. And mm-hmm. I definitely entertain the possibility that it could be real, though at the same time, I don't know. I'm very skeptical of everything. I've also talked so much shit about demons on my podcast, and I'm always convinced that they're going to be like, Hey, we heard you running your mouth about us and once they have me in their grasps. Um, so I would say just like a demon type thing. We had a couple of moments where it was it was suspected that it could be something like that. But I don't know. I think it's very rare. I think it's I'm not the kind of person that thinks it's going to be a demon like just right off the bat. I think yeah. that ghosts are super misunderstood. I definitely know that there's people in this world that see someone like me and they think that I'm a demon <laughs> just because they don't oh, understand me. You <laughs> right, know, right, like right. I think I there's definitely, um, I think there's just a, a lot of misunderstanding that, yeah. you know, it, it could just be a really bitchy ghost. And I was going to say, like, people are ass, like, demonic in real life, so why not be total assholes in the afterlife? But yeah, the the Catholics, I swear to God, they instilled, because I grew up Catholic too, and I'm also a recovering Catholic and far from it, but they really, from like, two years old on, instilled this fear of demons in me, um, yeah. even though I kind of know better, but any of those <laughs> movies, like The Exorcist and Emily Rose and all that. I mean, really, I think that's probably I I guess I would agree. Um, mm. I would agree. Yeah, that, that stuff still to this day just really like scares me in a way that is I'm so annoyed. And actually, during the pandemic, we had an earthquake here and it happened when I was on a Zoom call with somebody and they were asking me my thoughts of demons. And <gasps> I started talking shit about demons and about how I'm not really convinced that they're real. And then please stand by Okay, we had some technical difficulties, right? As Roz said, the D word. I know. Uh, the D word rhymes with. <laughs> oh, never mind. Not gonna say what it rhymes with, um, because only one word came to mind. Semen. Uh, oh. <laughs> that's the one. Thank uh, you. I was like, listen, I kept saying there was one of these haunted locations where I, I was like, I. I shouldn't say this. I was just basically like, this is the not the D word I'm, I would like. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway. And the whole computer, all, all our, well, M's in my internet and Eva's all went funky. Then M got kicked into the, I don't know, the nebulous of the yeah, internet. Somewhere yeah. um, and couldn't hear us. But then was muttering under their breath, not knowing we could hear them. So like, it was all I very do? chaotic. <laughs> chaotic um so i apologize roz as you can tell uh-huh. we're new at this whole guest thing um you guys are doing great well i think you for sharing you. your Let's story just, about we demons. won't talk about the d word anymore mm-hmm. mm. excellent idea excellent well, idea that's okay i um i don't even remember what i asked to get us there um <laughs> but i you did said, what are you what do you not want to encounter basically oh yes oh, and... right mm-hmm. yeah so well, i would say that um 
and I do, I just don't like the sleep stuff. I don't. Yeah. I just. That is yeah. such a sacred time for me. It is such a yeah. vulnerable time for me. I'm not even going to lie. Like, the last relationship I was in for, like, two years, I made him sleep in a different bed than me. Um, <laughs> I don't like to be interrupted when I sleep. And it's fair. My dog sleeps in my bed. He knows better than to lick me when I'm sleeping. Oh. <laughs> I just, I don't want to Your boyfriend didn't? Your <laughs> He didn't. He wouldn't stop licking me. That's the rule. The only rule. <laughs> no licking, no grabbing my toes, none of that stuff. So, um, yeah, I just, I, 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 it's the funny thing is, okay, here's the story. I very big into therapy and, mm. um, I, I love EMDR therapy mm -hmm. with like the lights and dealing with traumas and, um, I I was already in therapy and I do it over an app and my therapist is wonderful and she lives in the Midwest and she, it was revealed to me uh, after I was already in therapy with her that she likes ghost hunting <gasps> and it was kind of a weird coincidence wow. and I told her like I I really want to deal with this sleep thing and uh -huh. so we focused together weeks. Every single one of my damn sessions, there's a lot of things I need to be talking about, but I dedicated <laughs> it on sleeping in haunted places the entire time I was working on the show. That's and amazing. sometimes I would be FaceTiming with her in these haunted places. And she was great <laughs> out talking me through and whatever. And when I first got the show, I told her, like, that's the part that I'm the most stressed about because right. I'm going to be on TV. I want to look pretty. I need my beauty rest, whatever. And she said to me, this being a ghost hunter in the Midwest, she said, well, just be grateful you don't have to sleep at the Lemp Mansion. Oh! The Lemp Mansion was the final place that we went no! to. You're kidding me. <laughs> And she had no clue. And I said, why would you say that? She's Because uh, I said, you know, we are going there. I just of learned things. that we're going to be going there. And she's like, no reason. She's like, it's not that no. bad. It's no. fine. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, shit. Um, so, yeah, for, for me, it kind of led up to going to that place at the very end. And, huh. um, I mean, she did a lot of great work with me, but I'm still not fully there when it comes to sleeping in haunted places. Was she like on FaceTime while you were uh, at the Lemp Mansion, like just kind of doing her own little snooping around, doing her own little investigation? Right. <laughs> I wish. I, I know. I was like just about threatening her. Like if there's a ghost in this damn place, I'm calling you at 1 a.m. I don't care. flying you in here. Yeah, drive over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, do you because of like you know all of your ghost hunting I, I think it's fair to ask did do things follow you home and like how do you handle that on ooh, in your own yeah, do you have space? like a ritual to keep them away I know I think about this a lot and there's a part of me where I'm like okay I don't want to be too fun because I don't want them to be like okay <laughs> to want to be you're fun yeah. you're cute let's go wherever you're going I'm coming home with you yeah <laughs> yeah um I I definitely have like my my little personal beliefs with my crystals and my things that I light and my whatever mm -hmm. that help me to feel better about that sort of a thing. Um, luckily, knock on wood, it has not happened. I know that 
um, my home home has a security system for humans and non-humans. And I've got truly like a spiritual force field oh, good. set up around here. And every <laughs> damn thing that anyone has ever told me will keep away. You have like salt in the corner. All of it. All that business. Oh, yeah. I got tormented. <laughs> I would appreciate in a list. Corner. Um, I, I'd love a list where you can tell me exactly how to do yeah, that. Yeah, I want to follow the rules. I want to follow the same well, guidelines. Here's my general belief of all this kind of stuff. I really think whatever you believe, that mm. power, that conviction is strong enough to keep away an invisible bad energy. That's mm -hmm. what I think. Because um, every it, culture has a different process and procedure and it's exactly. like the intention it's the intention behind it, I think, more than anything. Totally. I'm like, how can yeah. all of those things work? How can yeah. saying an our father work right. the same as sage or whatever? Like I think I think that it's just all about what you believe. So sometimes when people will be like, um, what do I do or whatever, I'm like, well, I could tell you some things that people do and which mm. one resonates with you. Right. And um or you could do what I do, which is a little bit of that. And also, like, just to be safe, I'll have uh, this little thing and that little it thing. Because I, it can't hurt. <laughs> um, so, and I also have, like, a lot of friends that I've gathered from doing the podcast over the years that are people that kind of specialize in, in nice. keeping the, the bad away. And so um, I got them all on speed dial. That's perfect. Because, <laughs> M, if you, uh, if you don't know, M is... Jewish, but for some reason is the first person when we're ghost hunting to immediately start saying the Our Father, the Hail Mary. <laughs> like, we'll just straight up be like, Jesus, I believe in you. You're in my heart. And we're like, what? <laughs> it is, I'm it like, is, uh, it is whatever M's new belief what, system when we're whatever ghost hunting. Is Whatever deity is going to protect me in that moment, I am oh, I am worshiping you. <laughs> oh my god, the most ridiculous thing. That's hilarious. I know. There's times where I'm like especially when I was doing this project and we were at nighttime where I'm like on my phone Googling, like, can I technically become a nun um, as a trans woman? Like, would they accept me? Like, what? Do I have to tell them? Can I just like, yeah, fly exactly. under the radar? Is that allowed? Like, I was just like, I, I think I need to just get out of this business and go to the other, go to that side. Um, but also, and we live near each other. So if you ever have something follow you over, call me up. You can come over here. It's Borrow some safe, salt for the yes. corners. Yeah. <laughs> it's I, a safe I, place. I have a feeling that <laughs> if a psychic came over here, they would see just a bunch of demons smoking cigarettes outside because they're not allowed <laughs> in. I don't know. I, I very much appreciate that. I'm I'm happy to have you on speed dial in an emergency because I I never know. The other day I felt something in here and I was like, you know, it, it all of a sudden becomes a moment when you're like, oh, I really wish I had some backup. So you know, maybe you oh, can be my backup. You gotta have backup. And my friend um, R. H. Davis is a uh, exorcist who lives in Los Angeles. Oh and, shit! Um, Good to know. Yeah, she is somebody that. If I locally need someone, the first person I'm calling. Wow. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account. If you're looking for creative ways to increase revenue, then get started with Squarespace's new feature, Squarespace Courses. 
Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online course. Start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. With Squarespace courses, you can create engaging content your audience will love, then simply add a paywall and set the price. Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to www.squarespace.com drink to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. You know when you've got the holidays, the new year, and then all of a sudden it's sort of back to the grind, especially if you run a small business, it can be really hard to get back into the swing of things, but Stamps.com is here to make that a little bit easier for you. Stamps.com streamlines all your mailing and shipping to turbocharge your operational efficiencies. For 25 years now, Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses, whether they're mailing out checks, invoices, legal documents, books, podcast branded koozies, maybe that's just us, or anything else. Get access to to the USPS and UPS mailing services you need to run your business right from your computer anytime, day or night. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. And with rates you can't find anywhere else, like up to, get this, 89% off USPS and UPS, how could you go wrong? We have loved Stamps.com for years, not quite 25, but since we started the podcast, which was 2017, and we could not get by without it. I remember there were days where we didn't have Stamps.com, those I call the dark ages, and I was hand shipping everything and driving it on my lunch break to the post office. It was all very hectic. Stamps.com, I do it straight from my house, and it makes my life a trillion times easier. Keep your mailing and shipping moving at the speed of your business with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code DRINK for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code DRINK. How do you find there and collect so many contacts? Like, did... <laughs> <laughs> is it like a directory asking somewhere? for a friend yeah <laughs> well i mean i've been doing my podcast for like i don't know five or so years and when you have guests you need different people every week yeah and that's true particularly the first few years was really focused on people's stories and experiences um and then I got to a point where I was like, okay, I'm running out of people with stories that, you know, because I was having on celebrities and mm. um, the occasional, like, person from a ghost hunting show or, right. or whatever. And then people started telling me they wanted more um, professionals that work in the field. So I was having them on. And, and I learned so much from talking to those people. And sure. a lot of them I've gotten to become friends with. I would say, like, that's what I love about podcasting. It's, like, such an excuse to hang out with somebody. Yes. And I, honestly, like, most of the people I've ever had on my podcast, if I didn't know them already, like, we're, like, friends now. And that's really that. been cool. And so now you guys are my friends. Well, since you and Rain Wilson are the only people that have ever been on this podcast, I feel like you're our, you're our little crew. <laughs> Welcome oh to the club. Oh, my God. I'm honored. Yeah, so, like... That's um, nowadays, like my podcast, I, I still have on a lot of celebrities and um, comedians and uh, and people like that. But I do like my own research a lot of the time. And we just like laugh and talk about different um, paranormal cases that I've researched. But if they have stories, I'm always like, bring them on. I love bring to hear on. people's stories. Um, and actually, since this 
this episode will be out after um, what I'm about to say. Uh, I am the, I'm having Kristen Stewart on my <gasps> podcast. Oh, oh my god, that's how perfect. Fun. My boss, Kristen oh, Stewart. Yes. <laughs> Fuck yes. That's. Yeah. Uh, do you know any of her personal stories already of what you're going to ask her? Or is this going to be brand new for or you? Or have you too? already recorded that? I, um, at the time of this recording, I have not recorded it yet. Okay. Um, we've talked a little bit about it. And um, I mean, for years now, because I'm always looking for guests, I have Googled celebrities with ghost stories. And there's always <laughs> like these like, you know, People Magazine or whatever. Like they're always like the same list of the same right. celebrities. And Kristen's always been on there. So um, I definitely know that she's had some experiences and um, definitely believes in this stuff. And like this show is her idea with her best friend, CJ. And they're both like real into this kind of stuff. I love it. So perfect. Oh, I'm excited to listen to that. Even well, when I celebrities don't have stories, like I think it's interesting as a fan of them just to hear like what their belief is. I think it's yeah. I think it's a really unique insight on a person that you're that you're into or that you've watched in movies or TV shows or ever to to just hear what they think about it. Like it, yeah. it's such a I don't know. It's such a deep. Thing and um, it's a lot of talk it's of like life kind of an intimate and... thing, but like still yeah. fun to talk about. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Do well since you we have a celebrity on our show right now. Are there any personal stories you've had before? You know, your actual uh, job doing this scary stuff. Did you have any experiences before that that got you into the whole paranormal world? Oh yeah. Um, I mean. <sighs> I have like a number of them. I'm very skeptical even of myself. I yeah. think of myself more than anyone. God, my my ass is always trying to be like, oh, I got a great story. It's not that good, girl. Like <laughs> um so I I would say I'm trying to think of one that I haven't told a billion times. I well, I have a haunted Ouija board story. Ooh. I think I, I had like a Ouija board roommate for a while that. Oh, God. Oh, God, worst nightmare. <laughs> I know. The year was 2009. Kesha oh, was on the radio. Was playing on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> the TV show Glee was tearing it up on TV. <laughs> and I'm finding myself in a thrift store. And I was, I, I was actually going from Orange County to North Hollywood, where I lived at the time. And I pulled over, went to a Goodwill because there was all this traffic, and I didn't want to drive. And I see this Ouija board. I like old, spooky, retro stuff. My whole living room is like '60s, '70s paranormal oh, cool. stuff. That's amazing. And um, I was like, okay, I, I need to get this. It was one dollar. Basically, I take it home. I was like, I'm never going to play with it. Like, of course, my like Catholic, whatever, especially mm -hmm. at the time I wasn't like working around paranormal a lot. So I was just kind of like, mm, I'm pretty sure I'm not supposed to be playing this, but it <laughs> right. looks cool. So I just like put it on the ground in my living room. Well, it was a studio apartment. So living room, kitchen, whatever. Um, Bedroom, all yeah. of it. Yeah. Um, and a couple days later, I had a gentleman over in my home and we were hanging out and he kept um, 
he kept like looking around my little kitchen area and he, like he kept hearing something tapping. Like it sounded Ooh. like something was dropping on the ground. Like it sounded like there was a leak in the ceiling or something. And I kept hearing it too and I didn't say anything. But as soon as we acknowledged it, it stopped. And then we would Ooh. like go back to whatever it is that we were doing. And then we would um, we would hear it again. It was like such a weird thing. And oh my God, this one night, this was the night. This one night, I'm all alone. This is probably why I don't like ghosts when I'm sleeping. I'm sleeping. <laughs> the window's open. It's a hot summer night. And I'm one floor up. There's a parking lot below me. And I'm sleeping. My back is to the window, which is open. I'm looking at the wall. And I hear outside the window somebody walking back and forth below my window and they're like mm. kind of they're kind of like shuffling their feet and they're breathing like <sighs> yeah and they're just shuffling and they're going back and forth and it was like i don't know 15 minutes i'm like what is this person doing and i'm not getting up and looking out there but they mm -hmm. just kept doing it and i was getting annoyed but whatever i was trying to sleep and then all of a sudden i stop hearing the shuffling on the pavement but i hear the <sighs> Oh and it's God. getting louder and it's Ugh. getting louder. And then all of a sudden I hear my carpet shuffling and no. the, and it's getting closer and closer. And then I feel something sit on my bed and I turn and there's nothing there. And then instantly <laughs> I feel scurrying. I hear scurrying up at my walls. My light turned on and then it turned off. It was terrifying. It Are was you serious? All of that happened at one? Oh, my all God. All of this stuff happened in one night. Forget it. So that was the night that I never that went was to a great, sleep. Great story. That was beautifully told. The, the storytelling. I, I had an adrenaline moment there. Yeah, you really Ooh. got me. Oh my gosh. Well, more happened, but, you know, I think I told it in the first ever episode of Ghosted. If you went all the way back, you could hear um, the wrap-up <laughs> to that story. What was this? So the scurrying up the walls, was it like... Little. It sounded like fingers. <laughs> Gross. Forget, Forget it. it. Yeah. Oh, my God. No wonder. Yeah. Like you said, no wonder you don't like to sleep in a haunted house. I know. Oh, my gosh. Ew. Well, call me crazy. I don't like <laughs> sleeping when there's invisible things grabbing and touching Crawling and breathing on me. And <laughs> touching toes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, um, thank you so much for being with us and talking to us and i i was gonna ask more questions but you really that story was the perfect high to end on so um beautifully told oh. is there before we go uh, please like you know shout out all the places people can find you and and all that good stuff well thank you um Thank you so much for having me. This is so what a cool. Delight. I really appreciate this. And you guys will be on my podcast, um, I believe, in like a couple of weeks, sometime in November. Um, and that podcast is called Ghosted by Roz Hernandez. And um, that's every single Monday that's out everywhere you get podcasts. My dream since childhood is to be an Instagram celebrity. <laughs> and that is at Roz Hernandez. I'm a stand-up comedian. I'm going on tour in November and December. I'm doing New York, Seattle, Portland, Vancouver, and maybe some more cities. I don't know, just a little mini tour. 
And um, the TV show I'm on is called Living for the Dead. And that will be out um, on Hulu starting October 18th. And even after Halloween, you could watch it and enjoy it. October 18th. I'm put, I'm genuinely putting this in my calendar because I cannot wait. Yay. Thank you so, and please, so much everyone, for everything. Tell the queers that there's a queer paranormal show. Extra, extra. Love. Read all about it. The queers and the allies. I think everyone will enjoy it. Um, but, you know, these shows with, like, with these casts of just queer people, and it's a very diverse group it's of amazing. queer people. Like, you know, um, we love to see it. And I just, I want to make sure that people do see it. And, yes. Um, and spread the word. Yeah, give it some love. We uh, it's, it's about time we get some queer ghost shows on the air, is all I yeah. have to say. Yeah. <laughs> We've been Thank waiting. Thank you so much for... Um, chatting with us thank you thanks Roz. bp added more than 70 billion dollars to the u.s economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in california and starting up new infrastructure in the gulf of mexico it's and not or see what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.